A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode where today I'm joined by a lady who's originally from Egypt, a lady by the name of Noah Hefni. Noah, a very warm welcome to you. Thank you so much, Paul. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. And Thank you for inviting me. My, my absolute pleasure. Um, so listeners, what Noah and I thought we'd talk about, three very, very simple words, people of impact. I think that's a nice introduction, Noah, for you. For you to tell us a, a little bit about yourself, your background, and then leading into the importance or the significance of those three words, people of impact. Absolutely. So um, a little bit about myself. I was born in New Zealand and uh, I lived in close to seven or eight countries throughout my life. And uh, as a result, I was very lucky and privileged to encounter so many people from different cultures from a very young age. And, uh, you know, to build, yeah, I mean, to be able to reflect and observe, you know, on uh, differences when it comes to culture um, and also what unites us as human beings. And as much as I, you know, um, went to, to, to different countries, you know, every time I would realize that there's always a common de denominator between the different cultures. And that was, you know, um, our humanity and the human values, you know, things like kindness, like giving, like respect, you know, which is the very basic of what it means to be human. And I think um, I, I'm very passionate about promoting human values. And I do believe that it's the foundation of, of anything in the world that will deliver positive impact. I think to, to, to deliver positive impact, you need to be in touch with your values. You need to understand, you know, what are the unique gifts and talents that you have with, through which you can be of service. And once you do realize that, you know, you're a step closer to realizing your purpose and you can make a real difference and truly be a person of impact. And um, what I wanted to say here as well is, you know, some people think of, you know, um, delivering impact has to be something like massive, like establishing a foundation or an NGO or, you know, but for me, it's really, again, going back to those core values, to our strength, to our passions, and looking at how we can um, serve others with those, you know, gifts and, and make a difference. So everyone, what I mean to say here is that everyone can be a person of impact. And everyone can make a difference and touch others' lives. Mm. And indeed, no, I know we've had this conversation uh, off air privately, but is it is it stretching it too far to suggest to state, not suggest, but state that actually each and every one of us is already, already a world game changer? The only difference is we're probably not aware of it, or we may be aware of it. Is that too strong a statement to make, Noah? No, I think everybody's got it, got it in them. 
it's a matter of time and uh, some people discover you know their strengths and their inner gif- gifts and their purpose if you like early on and others it takes them longer and some actually don't discover it ever but in in a sense as human beings yes we are all world game changers we all have the power within us to make a, a big difference in the world and it's just about self awareness and digging uh, digging deeper and uh, not uh, settling when we're not fulfilled and you know uh, really looking for those answers within and um, you know our energy and our capabilities and how we're going to use them uh, in a positive way to yeah. be of service mm-hmm. absolutely and just building on what noah said there listeners is very much as you know uh, on our Thursday slot is around uh, unsung heroes. And isn't it true that we surely, irrespective of where we are in the world, you know, the labels that might say, you know, with this, with that, with the other, whatever those labels might be. But the reality is we all know somebody to one degree or another that is, you know, is a world game changer. But even if we don't recognize or accept that within ourselves, you know, we look up to people, it, might, it could be somebody that the outside world doesn't know. Most of the time, it is, for, in my humble opinion, you know, parents are very, very, very powerful world game changers because they influence the lives of their children, for example. And, you know, we don't give enough, we don't give enough credit to that, really. No, I do it because, you know, in today's social media world of high profile celebrities, sports people and the like, you know, kind of unless you're up there and the world knows about you, you know, really the unsung heroes kind of get forgot about a little bit, do they? Uh, can you repeat that last part? I heard everything except the last part. Do they? Do they? Um, can, can you repeat that part? Yeah, I was, I, was, I was sort of just saying that unless, you know, your name's up in lights in the world, you know, yes. people kind of don't, don't really appreciate that the, you know, um, the power of the, dare I say, the, you know, the average person, whatever the average person is, you know, because he or she's not an international celebrity, you know, people say, well, you know, he's a game changer or she's a game changer because we're aware of them. But what about the billions of people that haven't got celebrity status that are changing the world to whatever degree? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. And in fact, I'm very passionate about, you know, I, I call all these people um, the invisible heroes. OK, and many of them are invisible heroes of impact and um Many of them, for example, if you go to communities, you know, or even, you know, on a, on a different level altogether in, in tribes, you know, the tribe men who lead their tribes in a positive way or make or, or help their communities. I mean, and there are so many of these ordinary people. Uh, they are not visible. They are not in the media. They are not celebrities, but they are making a big difference. And I think, again, it goes back to my um, initial point, which is, you know, we need to start looking at recognizing people based on values and not based on achievement, you know, because for for far too long, if you look around, the awards that we have out there, you know, are all about um, business accomplishment, leadership accomplishments, but very seldom do you find awards that, that are driven 
uh, on the basis of human values, like kindness and generosity and courage and determination and all that. And if you take, if you, if we go back to these basic values, you will find millions and billions of people who have these traits. And uh, the more I think we 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 shed a light on their stories and we recognize them, the more we will be able to show other and inspire, you know, uh, positive action, you know, because everyone emulates behaviors that they can relate to, that uh, they see as positive and they get inspired. So I think it's very important. And uh, I wanted to launch uh, this type of award at some point uh, through people of impact. And um, it could be uh, one way that we can work together, actually, because I, I think it's uh, it's a it's an area of common synergy in our missions. Mm, absolutely, listening to you, what you were saying there, Noha, on a personal level and even on an organisation level, really, really feel aligned with that. Um, let's park for a moment, if we may, that concept of award. I really do want to come back to that, listeners. That's immensely powerful. But this this whole thing about, and I'll use a a, a term know-how which was coined by a British Prime Minister who followed Margaret Thatcher in the mid mid to late 80s, Sir John Major, when he coined the phrase back to basics. Do you feel with what's happening in the world and the tides of change and the winds of change that are blowing, know-how, do you think that the world is now starting to go back to basics a little bit? Are things changing? I absolutely think so. I think it's a very strong message to go back to what truly matters for us as human beings, to our roots, to our identity, and what matters to each and every one of us, you know, individually. But then at the same time, you know, it's coming together in solidarity uh, to drive collective action that can address, you know, the significant challenges that we are confronting as as the world today, you know, and um, the only way we can do that is by going back to the basics, by going back to our humanity, by by putting, you know, um, our well-being first, you know, uh, putting love first, because, you know, one thing we've learned from this uh, pandemic is that, you know, we, at least I'll talk about myself, but I was running and running you know, uh, in a vicious uh, circle, like from one meeting to another, um, one event to another, and I never had the time to breathe and to to stop and reflect on, you know, what do I truly want to do? How do I really wish to contribute? And, you know, this, this pause that was brought about by the pandemic made me really go inwards, reconnect with myself on a deeper level and understand why I'm here what you know what is my unique differentiation in terms of what i can offer and how i can serve and from here you know we're going back to basics because if every person uh, reflected reflected and gained you know went inwards and gained that awareness you know i'm sure that you know there would be much more um you know we can all be basically a, a force for for good but at some point, we need to unite our efforts and bring these different uh, strengths together, you know, to make a difference on different issues. So, yes, going back to the basics, but then followed by, uh, I would say, collective action and tapping into the collective intelligence of all to build mm-hmm. a more balanced and equal and fair world. Absolutely. So picking up on the values 
theme there and also the word you've used there, love. So listeners, you've heard me share the my five values so many times before. No apologies for repeating them because I think it's very relevant to what Noah has just said there. So my five values are life. Life is the essence of everything. It's the starting point, life. The next one is learning. We go on a voyage of self-discovery. And the one that sits in the middle of the five is the one that Noah has mentioned, love. That love. And we'll come to that one in a bit deeper in a moment, Noah. From love is legacy. And then the final one is loyalty. People often say that loyalty. Well, that's a strange one. I can see how the first four loyalty. What, what do you mean loyalty? And surely the best thing or the, the most powerful thing. And I ask it as a question now. I'll not assert it as a statement. But loyalty is coined within that phrase to thine own self. Be true. Any thoughts on any of that know-how before we dive into the, the love versus fear element? No, I mean, I can totally relate to that. And uh, for me, the learning part is uh, what I call expansion, okay? And, um, you know, being consistently on a journey of, uh, of expansion, of evolution, you know, almost adopting... Um, uh, you know, what a very good friend of mine who's an author, you know, actually published a book about and invented something called the nomadic mindset. So for me, the learning part, uh, you know, is about that, is about, you know, experiencing different things, evolving and expanding our, our self-awareness, our mind and the way we grasp events that are happening around us. And I can totally relate to the legacy part because for me, you know, um, I think everyone, you know, should really think of what they want to leave behind. And uh, I think this is always the minute we start asking this question, you know, uh, what am I here for? What am I going to leave behind? If it was the last day of my life, you know, how would I look back on my life? Would I be proud? Would I be not? Once we start going, you know, inwards with these questions is the moment that everything transforms in our life and we change direction, we change path if we hadn't already uh, done that and I you know so for me I can totally resonate with the the learning part uh, in the in the sense of expansion I can resonate with the legacy you know uh, and I think everyone can have a legacy it again starts with knowing you know what you're passionate about what are your strengths and how you're going to use these to help humanity and people around you um, and uh, I can I, I also think that um, Loyalty is very important uh, for me. It, you know, I I I don't have loyalty in my uh, in my uh, top five values, but definitely it's one of my values. But I have, for example, trust. You know, because I think um, in that sense, you know, it's very close to loyalty. But I I need to feel that um, you know I can build trusting relationships with others in order to be able to to get to the impact that I want to achieve. And I think also uh, authenticity and courage, you know, are very important. And, you know, I've experienced this firsthand in my journey, having to make a couple of, uh, I wouldn't say very difficult, uh, but challenging decisions, you know, that required that courage, the courage to take a risk, the courage to try new things, to experiment, to succeed or fail, you know, and going into these experiences 
without knowing what the outcome will be it takes a lot of uh, of that and then the authenticity is one that um i struggled with honestly for a very long time because you know i was raised in a family of diplomats uh where you know there's a lot of you know you have to live up a certain image and uh, a lot of labels there and all of that and also in my society uh back home as well there's a lot of um different uh, uh levels of judgment and expectations social expectations and i think really it's everywhere uh but i grew up in that way and uh, i used to care so much when i was younger about you know these labels how i present myself what will people think but honestly yani with time i realized that at the end of the day you know if you're not true to yourself if if you don't you're not authentic you know it's very hard um to try and deliver impact and try and bring people along with you in your story you know if you're to be uh hiding you know uh or, or wearing a mask or trying to be someone that you're not and i think it has pros and cons because you know it depends on what every person wants but in my experience you know there are certain settings that require a certain persona which if you cannot be you need to make a really difficult choice that these settings are not for you and do something different uh but in general what i found is sticking to your values and sticking to who you truly are and telling your story you know uh, from the heart the way it is uh without fear of judgment and letting go and thinking about it like even if you had the fear of the judgment you know thinking like what's the worst that can happen you know what's the worst case scenario if someone judged me as you know x or y or z there is nothing you know i i i mean whenever i thought about it this way i found that the worst case scenario was always a manageable one uh and that you know when you try to balance between the reward Uh, and the fulfillment from being yourself standing your ground standing up for your values and living the life that you wanted to carve for yourself in your own terms you know the rewards are much greater than trying to be someone that you're not or trying to wear a mask to fit into a certain context so i just wanted to say for me uh one of my core values you know will always be authenticity courage uh impact and um as i mentioned continuous expansion in terms of personal development and mindset and uh, and building trust trusting uh, relationships with others mm brings it uh, it brings in doesn't it that um, just going back to your awards um thread earlier on around this this concept of the power of partnerships so when we find out who we are or, or or go on that journey of self discovery you know to try and answer that age old question use that word try very loosely listeners but answering working towards answering that question who am i and when we when we're on that voyage of self discovery and advance along that path do you find now that we can answer that question a lot better by being inspired i won't use the word motivated but being inspired by others that lift us that help us that can guide us and we can dance together we can share together different but diverse insights around life's rich experiences 
And that's not to say that one's right over the other. It is exactly that, isn't it? It's that collaboration, that sharing of thoughts, ideas, energies, um, you know, and that leads, does it not, to the power of partnerships? Absolutely. And uh, I think, you know, if you look back at, at, at our roots as human beings, you know, we grew up in partnerships, in tribes, you know, people supporting each other, people taking active action, people, you know, living in very closely knit communities. And I think, again, we really need to reconnect to these roots. And I think that when you look around the world and you see the numbers when it comes to, you know, uh, poverty or hunger or or all of these, you know, uh, development challenges, you know, you will find that the numbers are of a significant magnitude. There is no way that one person, one entity, one government or or company could do, you know, could solve these issues alone. And, you know, so more than ever, I think there's great importance now with, you know, the work that you're doing, the work that I'm doing, you know, bringing in and building those ecosystems of, you know, peer-to-peer -peer support or, you know, human-centric design to find solutions for pressing social challenges. And, you know, the more of these ecosystems that can be a force for good, you know, on, in different areas, no matter what they are, whether you're tackling, you know, mental health or, you know, helping people find their purpose or whatever it is, the impact that these ecosystems are delivering, I think the more we have them, the more we will see a difference, you know, that is building up gradually. And uh, I, th I think we need them more than ever. And I think there's also a rising consciousness, you know, amongst people. They want to contribute. They want to be involved in, uh, in addressing these issues that the world uh, is facing, the social challenges and so on. So I think, you know, we need to be catalysts and conveners and connectors and play that role of facilitating those interactions. Um, for us to co-create and co-envision solutions for uh, a much more prosperous and better world and mankind as well. So uh, that's how I see it, to be honest. Hmm. Okay. What about visions? What about having a vision? Uh, in fact, just part that thought for a moment. I want to quote hmm. something from Margaret Mead that's just come into my mind, Noha. Just hold that okay. thought around vision. And this quote from Margaret Mead, because it's come to me listening to you speak, um, that this is essentially what we're talking about. And this is Margaret's quote. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed individuals can change the world. In fact, it's the only thing that ever has. Any thoughts around that, Noah? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have been inspired by this quote and uh, I've always been an idealist and an optimist throughout my life. And uh, I, I believe that no challenge is too great for a group of talented and passionate people who believe in, in making a difference. And uh, that belief will always translate into positive action. And that's why I was saying earlier, you know, we need those ecosystems, those platforms, those communities, you know, uh, whether they are focused on specific issues or, or general, um, to bring people together and to offer them the opportunity to give back and to make a difference. It's very important. Or even just to ignite awareness, 
you know, um, because everything, everything starts with that. So I totally agree with that quote. Mm. I love it. <laughs> okay, so flipping back to vision then, how important do you feel it is for us to have a, a vision, either individually or collectively? Is it just a nice fancy word or does it, you know, is there some real substance or some strategy or, or whatever word is appropriate to, you know, to us, for us to know where we're going in life? Or do we kind of fathom it out as we go along now, Ralph? No, I think vision is, is very important to inspire, you know, to inspire you to keep going, to inspire you towards something greater than what, you know, you're working on today. You know, if you have a vision, you're able to create um, many more things than what you initially thought of. You know, ideas change, ideas evolve. Uh, when we go out and implement them as well, you know, we find uh, feedback from others and we, we, we grow these ideas, we scale them. So having that vision, that compass, that direction, you know, uh, and seeing where we really want to go with whatever we're doing, a project or an idea, just helps us, you know, uh, keep being motivated. It's like intrinsic motivations, but particularly for change makers or um, social entrepreneurs, you know. Uh, how do I keep motivating myself in a certain project if I'm working alone on it or, you know, I need, I need vision. The other thing is from the vision, you know, you can have multiple uh, objectives and goals, you know, that you know you want to achieve over a certain period of time. And here, you know, again, once you have any, um, once you have these goals and you start to work with, you know, towards them one by one, no matter how small they are, I think that you get, um, you know, first of all, you realize tangible progress, particularly if you make these goals measurable and smart, you know, and, um, and uh, you know, you realize the progress that you want, but you keep being motivated. Vision takes you forward. It, um, you know, a lot of people can copy many ideas that you have, but I think nobody can copy your vision for a project. And uh, it's really hard to, to answer this question, but uh, just to put it in very simple terms, yes, I think it's critically important. I think it gives you a clear direction of where you're headed. Uh, it helps others emotionally connect, you know, to what you're doing and partner with you knowing where they also fit in or whether they do fit in or not within that direction or vision that you have. So, yeah, I think it's absolutely important to know your vision, your mission, to set goals and to, to measure them as well and, uh, and realize tangible progress on any project. And um, I wanted to add one thing here, which is which I also learned when it comes to you know, uh, vision and mission and, and planning and, I, you know, for an idea. I know the ideas that I conceptualized and, uh, you know, just got into my mind that, would, that were brilliant, but I didn't really do anything about immediately in terms of planning or uh, setting a vision, a mission or any goals around, you know, they never really materialized, despite the fact that I think they were really good ideas. Um, but those, you know, those ideas that I potentially acted on immediately and started also talking to others about, because, you know, I find a lot of people 
uh, that I talk to, they say, you know, I can't tell my idea to anyone, you know, I can't share it, you know, someone's going to steal it, this or that. The thing is, I totally, I really totally disagree. I think, in, I mean, from my experience, what I've seen is the more I spoke about even very uh, early, early stage ideas that I had, the more I could connect emotionally, particularly when I was passionate about that, to many people who came on board and helped me make, bring them to life. And this is when I was successful. So I'm sharing this in case, you know, anyone out there with an idea, just start, start small and grow it gradually. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, perfection can sometimes, you know, stall uh, the evolution of an idea or a project and kill the innovation. So try to start no matter how small and, uh, and collaborate with others because so many people can contribute a lot to any idea. And none of us have everything that it takes to bring an idea to life. I mean, you know, um, there will always be things that we can take and learn from others and that can enrich any project we're part of, even if we're the idea owners. So mm. I just wanted to leave everyone with that. Superb. And we did, um, I mentioned earlier on listeners about, well, I asked Noah if she'd hold that thought about this award. And I want to leave it there. I want to kind of tease you, the listeners, and just leave you with that five-letter word, award. And that, I think, very nicely leaves it set up, teed up, for Noah and I to, to take back to the dance floor in another episode and talk about what that award may be. And what that would be is a conversation of dance listeners around two people just getting together with a blank piece of paper and they're populating it, they're drawing on it, they're co-creating on it, you know, whatever that may look like to create something which has the label of an award for the benefit of the others. So I'd just like to leave you with that thought. And before we sign off, Noha, I'd like you to have the last word. So, listen, it's been a fascinating conversation, a fascinating dance. Thank you so much for your input. But I want you to leave us, if you will, know, with one, I don't know, piece of advice, guidance, uh, tip, call it what you will, around, you know, the best way forward in the context of creating people of impact. What would that be? the best way forward in creating people of impact. Wow. Um, I'm really not sure, Paul, how to answer that question. Uh, I'm in the midst of, of, of building and I've done, you know, I think the, the best thing I've done is really built amazing partnerships, you know, as I build this venture. And I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, the, the, how these seeds that, you know, I planted with some of these partners are going to benefit others once they are rolled out. So this is what I could say about people of impact. But what I wanted to say and, and maybe leave this conversation, you know, uh, with is um, I just wanted to say that, you know, we are all, as you said earlier, world game changers, and we all have the power to make a difference no matter how small, it makes a difference. Even if we touched one life, you know, it's it's already a big difference. And um, so I encourage everyone to just, um, you know, try to, to, to reflect on their strengths, on their talent, and to be of service. Even if in, a, if in their mind, it's in a very small way, believe me, you know, it starts small, 
And with time, if it's genuine, if it's authentic, it amplifies and bring people on with you. And uh, I recap this so much because I believe in it. And I know I've said it in this interview, but this is what I want to leave everyone with. You know, what is your impact and what is the legacy you're going to leave behind? Start tomorrow. Start today. Start now. <laughs> this is what I want to say. Brilliant. So how can people reach out and find out more about you, the, you know, you and your amazing work, Noah? What's your, you know, do you have a website? What's your contact details? So I, I can be reached on LinkedIn at Noha Hefni and, you know, with my name, and I'll be very happy to answer any messages there and to connect. Um, so please feel free to do so. Superb. Thank you. And so there we have it, listeners, the amazing lady that is Noah Hefni. And all that remains now is for me to sign off by saying, remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond?